just want to tell you that <laughs> I'm laughing already. Yeah. Because it's like I'm drinking like like three hour old Starbucks. Like, is there anything worse than <laughs> You know what? That's me. I like order right, is that you? I ordered like the venti latte and then I drink it all day. And it's is like that gross? It's, no, I don't think so. I'm not grossed out by it. No, I'm not gross. But you know how I know Patrick loves you? How? What am I going to say? Because it's the same thing Ben would do for you. And we're talking Ben Affleck. (laughs) Although you know he hasn't done it in a while. But it's uh, Patrick, my partner, for a while, like he... On his days of the week where he would drop off mm-hmm. our son at school, he would then go to the Dunkin' Donuts drive through pick me up That's a coffee love. and a donut. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> you know, there's um, you know, there's a song with Ashanti and Ja Rule, uh-huh. and um, it's Ashanti song featuring Ja Rule, and for those oldies like they were in the rap like the the group like you know murder inc when it was like yes. all the groups you know what i mean there was like rough riders there was murder inc and biggie had junior mafia anyway so ashanti she sings what's love and then ja rule goes got to do got to do yes. and, it, and then it is patrick <laughs> bringing you the d and d you know the double and d like, like if we went like if i if i like went on a first date and someone like in, in lieu of flowers yes brought me like a, a thing of munchkins <laughs> could you imagine he'd be like let's get married i mean <laughs> Let, let's let's just like I mean, as we're talking marriage. about it right now. Let's just like skip ahead. Let's just briefly talk about Anisha's okay. dates on Facetime. I thought he was really cute. He he was, and I agree with her. He does not look Indian. No, like no. I was like, oh, I felt maybe weird he's saying like, that as a white person. But yes, well, she said it, and I was like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but like. I, uh, how would you feel about dating someone who has the same name as you? Essentially, I couldn't do it. Well, it's like like it's Dean. Like, you know Could you it, date a Dean? Yeah. Um. No. No. Of course not. No. Um. <laughs> deal breaker. And deal or like a D. Like yeah. Like and like D Simmons. I couldn't date D Simmons from Real Housewives. <laughs> no. Of no. No. Dallas. What about? Okay. So Indra would be. Well, so what's my like name, a male is name actually a male name. What? So uh, there are like plenty of men out there named Indra who spell it I N D R A. So, so why? How did your parents? Why did they name you Indra? Because I think this is relevant to our podcast. They didn't. Um. So the more common spelling of my name is I-N-D-I-R-A. And a lot of people will know that it's like, you know, Indra Gandhi spells it that way. Like, and yes. and a lot of people will say Indira. And my mom is very upset about that fact because that's not how you say it. It's in, it's still Indra. It's mm-hmm. just, it has that second I in it. So she was I know really, an Indira in Boulder. Yeah. And she's white as all get out (laughs) um but you know that that's okay um I um I my mom wanted my name to be pronounced Indra 
And so she looked into the future and said, if I put a second eye in there, people are just going to call her Indira and I don't want that. Yeah. So she chose the male spelling of my name and... You know who else spells it my name, my who? way, who is uh, Indian and a woman and a fucking boss? Not that I'm the same as her, but I want to get some you of her energy. Is, I interject, uh, you are a boss. The CEO of Pepsi, Indra Nui, spells it the same oh. way as me. And you know what? <laughs> we'll take it. Goals. Hashtag goals. Hashtag millions and millions. Yes. So, um... There you have it. Uh, but so I thought he was nice. I I was like, I don't even know. Like I started dating Patrick before even online mm-hmm. dating was like mm-hmm. that big. And then it's like online dating in a pandemic. And yeah. it's just wild, right? Like It's wild. I mean, we don't even know if he was in Florida, right? I don't. Yeah, I think Do he we? was probably in New York because I feel like Anisha is oh, like yeah, cause she is trying back to get back there potentially like when she finds the right guy but i was noticing the timestamps on the conversation how long was because i know you know what i noticed what how much she drank of the drink and she didn't drink very much of it did she i think she drank i thought she drank the she whole drank thing it and remember he, he drank it all back, he drank it he all. tips back the cup yep. at the end of the call and so the timestamp says it started at 1 30 and it ended well, the last timestamp they showed was 2.03. Okay. So it was at least a 33-minute call. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which... Can I say yeah, something? Yeah, go ahead. When I went on dates, like, I was such a nervous drinker. Uh-huh. Like, in that 30 minutes, I would have drank, like, a bottle of wine. <laughs> really? You know what I mean? Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. You're like, okay. Like, and this might be, like, substance, whatever, but I used to, like, show up on dates, like, like three sheets to the wind, um, like without because of anxiety and like stuff. I think that's common in New York okay. too, because New York you, in New York, New York City is a drinking city. There is a bar uh, on every single street oh, corner, everywhere. at least one, probably. You're five. always getting. You're I always, was always getting happy when hour. you go meet someone. You have a drink, like it's just you have what a drink. you do. Um, you know, and so the, I'm not surprised about that at all. It's like Ramona Singer, who's a monster. <laughs> um, you know, she'll go pregame with the girls and then she'll be like and then she's like I'm leaving my own party to go meet some other men (laughs) at this other Hamptons and that doesn't make her terrible but we're not talking about Ramona and I have an announcement in my like okay so Ryland my son my oldest he watched Family Karma with me he did and what did he think he loved Simba (laughs) he loved Theo He loved the dogs. What about the raccoon? The what about the raccoon? He loved the raccoon. <laughs> he was really jealous that Richa was like any animals. Because, yeah. you know, Simba's in the car. Oh, yeah. With, with Monica, Monica. Yeah. And he was like, oh, my gosh. And you know what? I felt so special because I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I know like both of them, you know, Monica and her dad. And then I was like, and I'm and then he was like, uh, and then I was like, and I met Simba. And he was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Family karma, family Simba, friendly. Simba's like like the Angelina Jolie. Like it's basically being like I hung out with Angelina Jolie, and she was he was like was was Simba over our house, and I had explained like no, I met him 
via like video call. Yeah, you're like, wait, Simba, (laughs) Rylan's like, wait, (laughs) Simba was here and you did not tell me. Like, no, we met over Zoom chat. Simba's the star. And Theo, the one question I have, Uh, I have several questions. You know how they were giving out the sweet things? Yeah, the And Theo was there. Mm -hmm. Do you think Theo had one of them? Oh, yes. Definitely. Are you kidding? I was like, listen, (laughs) this dog needs, because it's like, can you explain, is it a piece of like sharing God with everyone? It's like, it's kind of like the bread of Christ, you know, whatever. It's like, communion. It's like, this is, um, a, a part of God, I guess, that you give around. And everyone has it. Like, it's always given after a little ceremony, a religious ceremony to everybody. And so, like, you know, my family has done a couple, like, pujas in our house. And my mom will always give my dogs prasad. So, and Theo, you know, he's eating bananas. He's getting cookies. Ugh. His grandparents are spoiling The Giselle Bunchen <laughs> of the Bravo universe <laughs> is Theo. Theo, Theo. Kapai. have said it a thousand times. Uh, what, a, what a guy. Okay, so we're going to get into this Let's whole start. episode. There's also been some drama on social media that we will address towards the end of the episode because... This blew my god yeah mind. like it was pretty it was on fire yesterday um we'll you talk know what about it was it. like it was like like okay like having a picnic and all of a sudden like you're like are those fireworks and you're like no like there's a what? fire everyone's like <laughs> there's a fire going on and like and people we gotta are like get out of here the fu- they're like putting kerosene <laughs> on it they're fanning the fire yeah and i was like w- like when you when we posted that you posted yeah. it i was like what the fuck is going yeah. on with everyone yeah so we're gonna get into it um but let's go through the episode because what a great episode yes. uh, such a solid season so far really um i mean and like it's called Punja, right? There's n- oh Puja, Puja. Excuse me. When they were dancing, yeah. I there was something in me that was coming alive. Oh, like how beautiful! Because I've beautiful. never like seen that before. Yes, yeah. So well, yeah. Let's talk about okay, that. We'll get to it. There's a lot to say. Okay, so, so this much. this whole episode was kind of focused around this religious festival, if you will, called Navratri, which is nine days of dancing. It's all about these goddesses. Like they start out the episode with Brian's parents asking him, do you know what it is? And he kind of explains it a little. And it's like, you know, honestly, I have never celebrated it in my family. Mm. Um, You know, it's one of those things that like we've never really done. So I'm like sitting here learning all about it with everyone else. It's amazing. And you know what? I'm not going to let anybody out there judge me on my Indianness for one second. No, no. (laughs) No, but that's a thing. And this this plays into part of the comments I'm going to get into later. But anyway, so it's about Navratri and, um, you know, we the whole kind of episode culminates in a little celebration that they have on the beach. But a lot of other things happen. We start out with Brian on the phone with Monica Shaw, his GF. Um, she's talking uh, about... We need to say Dr. Monica. Dr. Monica. She, my sake. She's like, you know, they're chatting and Brian's kind of like, yeah, you know, like we're going to have some wine and like Monica Vaswani's coming over and she's like, oh, cool. Do you think she felt threatened? I don't... You know, it's hard to tell. Like, I feel like they're going to try and play up that narrative a bit. And it's like, 
I don't think so. Like her and Monica, the Monicas, are good friends. Like in this conversation that Monica has That's with blowing Brian, up Instagram. Yeah, and like in the conversation, Monica Vaswani is like, "Yeah, you know, Doctor Monica showed me the kind of ring she wants. You got a good I think one." It's sweet. She's like. And even Brian says, like, we're just friends. Like, we're just and besties. And I, I agree with that. If anything, I think Bravo's trying to heighten it to just create I know, tension. because there's still people out there who are, like, gunning for them to be together. And I'm like, that's... <laughs> I'm like, no. I'm over that narrative. Like, Mm-mm. it's over. They're not together. They've made it clear on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, can we let it go, please? Can we let the mouse go? Um, can okay. we let the mouse go? And can we bring the Taco Bell in? Yes, the Taco Bell. So <sighs> I noticed that Brian was eating a Crunchwrap Supreme. Talk to me. But what is that? As someone who doesn't. Okay, I'm going to say something. I have never liked Taco Bell. Oh my God. What? Never. Wow. I, like, I even hope like we used to go to Taco <laughs> I know. We used to go to Taco Bell all the time, and my mom had to make two stops because she would get Taco Bell yeah. for my brother and sister, and I would get McDonald's. Okay. Well, so. What would you choose if you had to choose Taco Bell or McDonald's? Um, Oh, that's hard. I don't know because it's like it's or so, I never go to fast food places. So when I do, it's like Neither such a yeah. big deal that it's like, what do I choose? But anyway, of note is that Monica made him get a bean Crunchwrap Supreme because she's vegetarian. And part of the reason she loves Taco Bell is because they have like a solid vegetarian menu. Right. So it's good for Indians who do not eat meat or anyone who doesn't eat meat. Anyone. Right. So, um, you know, so like, you know, and, t- and shout out to our Monica Vaswani interview because she says what she um, gets at Taco she Bell does. and talks about she- how Taco Bell invited her, right? <laughs> yeah, to- they reached out to her to be like a brand ambassador or something, and, or like like to to like come to the factory. Yeah, no, to, to go to the factory, make, but they should make her make a brand it. ambassador. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, okay, so then like they're talking about you know like so it's revealed that Monica and Rishi have been together for two years. So like there was a little crossover with the season one filming and Brian's like, you know, was that weird at all? Like, and she's just like, it it kind of illuminates like how Monica was so like, no, I'm not interested in you, Brian. Uh, Yeah. It's like, she was, Kind of with someone else, it seems. I agree. And so her and Rishi doing great. Monica and Dr. Sorry, Dr. Monica and Brian have now been together for six months in this scene. And they're already talking engagement, which is like kind of intense. So last episode, we were like... We needed to know. Yeah. Well, it's none of our business, but we were curious about whether like Dr. Monica and Brian slept in the same bedroom. Yes. And it turns out that Brian, when he goes over Monica's, he sleeps in Dr. Monica's. He sleeps in the guest bedroom. He sleeps in the guest bedroom to be respectful. But maybe the Bennies have different household rules. Mm-hmm. We're not sure. But um, it, then Brian makes this like comment about how he's dangerous and sad. that was like <laughs> and he's like you probably couldn't handle it and monica's like what the fuck are you like t- what are you talking about <laughs> like way to bring that out of like left field oh my god brian brian i just what a guy he's so funny i just his whole situation is just really funny but anyway then monica's like brings up hey i'm gonna plan some sort of celebration for navratri and you should come and i don't know what it's gonna be and and it's signaling like 
normally this is like a big community event, hundreds of people yes. come, but now with COVID and social distancing, they need to do something different. So mm-hmm. then we go to the Parvani household and his dad is like doing, he has like a little havan set up, which is like a little prayer area. And he's like- And is that always set up in the house or is that just something It depends for- on the house. Like a lot of- households will have like an area that is always mm-hmm. a prayer area um uh-huh. it seems like they do his dad se- i noticed that all the dads seemed like the most religious this episode mm-hmm. you know they were like the ones kind of talking through all the like things okay. which like yeah is that normal i don't know i mean like uh no i, I i'm not gonna say it's normal or not i mean what is normal you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm my yeah, eyes. I don't I don't normal? even know. But in this case, it did seem like the men were kind of really leading the way in, in a way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are like there are stereotypes around like men being spiritual leaders and stuff in Christianity. I know. So rolling my eyes, you know, that's probably a thing in Hinduism as well. Um, anyway, he's he's singing this prayer, which uh, most Indians who are Hindu will know very well the Om Jay Jagadish Hare Swami Jagadish oh, Hare. There she goes. And he was doing it, and I was like, it was just like nice to see this like prayer that I've heard so yeah. many times in my life, like on TV. Like it's just like cool to see it on reality TV. So that was kind of fun. And then, um, and then there's like a little interview with Reshma auntie and they're like, so you like walked out of the happy hour. Like what's going on? Mm. She's like, I don't want to talk about my kids, you know, in these situations. And she just like didn't want to deal with it. And and I think we see in this episode Reshma auntie sort of like owning up to I think something that she feels she needs to work on, which is like she kind of shuts down, it seems like. Yeah when um there's something happening that she's not cool with like whether it's with Lobanti or it's with the situation at Kalbanti's house mm-hmm. she just like she just like pieces the fuck out and <laughs> and like and we have to keep in mind yeah. I, this is what Vishal grew up with and there, mm, I'm not saying that she's like in the wrong for doing what she's doing because I do think we all build up our responses to yeah. chaos or fill in the blank so there's nothing wrong with that and it's amazing that she's recognizing mm-hmm. this but so um it's a defense mechanism yeah you know and like and she's kind of like yeah it's something I need to work on like and it sort of signaled to me something I've sort of been picking up on is like she she does like shut down the conversation in a way that Mm -hmm. is not maybe the most productive for like moving Mm -hmm. past things Mm -hmm. so that was interesting then we like sort of see this little montage of like bali gets on the phone she's like calling her mom she's calling oh Chitra. she's calling anisha she's like talking up the tea from the auntie happy hour. i know and then it's just like i feel like you know dming bali like our number and being like yeah keep us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like bali like can you like let us know yeah, what's just going like, on we need like two minutes just like <laughs> Beep, leave a message, you know, and then it's just, yeah, get us in there, girl. Oh, and then like every auntie was like having lunch and talking yeah. about it, like Kalpnan auntie and Chitra auntie, Dharma auntie and Lop auntie were having lunch, like Rish. How did, how did you feel like, like, w- could you like 
like how would you feel being in a community like that does the the game of kind of telephone i mean i think like i've been in that but as Mm -hmm. like the kid you know like not the auntie and it's like but you observe this type of gossiping kind of going on in the background all the time and it's just like I just like roll my eyes at it a lot you know because a lot of times they're like talking about stuff that like no one has business talking about like yeah but then also it's like we're humans and we have this like of course it's like gossiping is fun you know of course and well every time every time something happens with a housewife or a bravo oh, celebrity shit. i'm like you and i are <laughs> we on, are texting like we are texting like fire texting back and forth like psh, psh, oh psh, my psh. god and it's just like that's just like how it is and like so they i the show is really like accentuating the mm-hmm. game of telephone. But I think we need to acknowledge that this is something that happens in a lot of communities. Yeah. But it's very much like also an auntie thing, which is kind of playful. Mm-hmm. And at times, like, can you imagine being the person that everyone's talking about? That's and and we have to recognize going back that that's what Vishal was sick of. Yes. Exactly. Like he was like, please stop talking about my sexuality and my relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, and here we are still talking about it. And, you know, Reishmant, he's like, I don't want to talk about it with you guys. Like they're kids. Which is understandable. I mean, they're adults. Our children are adults and they should be able to like figure it out themselves. So interesting. And I I really sometimes like, and no one does this in the housewives, Mm -hmm. but there is that unspoken thing which they bring up is like, you don't talk about the kids. Yeah, like exactly. And people people lose their minds. Like housewives lose their minds. Teresa Judice in the last New Jersey is like, do not bring the kids into it, which like she was saying, especially my child. Yeah, which is ironic because she's, not- she's going around like trying to crumble this woman's marriage by telling rumors about an affair, which is like that affects the kids. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. it's kind of fucked up. But anyway, so um, then we're at the Parvani's house um, making breakfast. Vishal, they like show Vishal like asleep in bed or whatever. And then like... Do you think the cameras came in and he went back to bed? Like, I want to know production. Like, how was that scene filmed? Like, they like snuck in, or like they were like, "Okay, now Vishal, get in bed and shut your take off your shirt." Vishal's like getting into bed, and he's like, "Hold on, I just need to like let me do some sit ups." Push ups. (laughs) (laughs) And then I am going to like I just like always forget like to get a six pack. This is a side note. Yeah. People do sit-ups right before, like, photo shoots Oh, yeah, and no, stuff like they, that. like, get their blood and muscles pumping. Um, and, like... Anyway, so Vishal's, like, finally... It's, like, you see that this is the first time that his dad is hearing about the rings being given back. <sighs> and yeah. um, that, like, he's kind of talking a little bit about, like where he's like you know I think Richa thinks I'm going out too much and like and Kishore uncle is like yeah I think you're doing that too and you know he doesn't really react that badly to the news that like Richa gave the ring- rings back he's like just get a mariachi band to like come <laughs> sing for oh her. I I think can I say what well, my number one thought when they were talking about it I was like all these dads were players oh hell yeah they're going to Mexico sending so? bands left and I right I was like Brian's dad was <laughs> probably a player 
<laughs> are you kidding? Like, absolutely. And the way he spoke about it, like, and Raish Monty's just like, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so then this mm-hmm. is like, this episode really got into the nitty gritty of Vishal and Rich's conflict in ways that I found illuminating. And so... Okay, yes. Uh, so, uh, Richa and Amrit There meet was up. so much. But let's talk Sorry about... Sorry to interrupt. There was ta- so much on Twitter, and I'm angry. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm really angry. Can you tell we me what are it. they saying? What, they're like... like like everyone's dogging on Richa and it makes me so bad. Like, like they're saying Lopa's a bitch. No reason why. Oh yeah. Uh, the Lopa bitch you know, comments are really rampant. And that's why Rich is a bitch. It's just like, yeah. Rich is a bitch. Like, like she needs to get like, bub- like just all these negative comments. Yeah. And I'm like, I-, I am team Richa. If we had to choose. Yeah. 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 Like she is, she is pulling. If we think of like a relationship, like like the cart you know she is the ox pulling that cart 24 7 it seems like yeah and she's trying to get Vishal to take over mm-hmm. once in a while to unload or like to like rest and like whatever and he is like it appears like he's not doing that and he's 34 years old yeah. she wants to start her life with him and he is just like and we've all dated dudes like this we've all yes. dated dudes yes yeah well and it's, yeah go ahead or maybe yeah and it's just like i i understand it's like they got engaged she's sending him houses he's just like he's in real estate <laughs> yeah and he is like not yeah. being receptive about real estate well she's okay and wedding planning she's like they're 34 and this i think i'm the exact same age as them i'm 35 they're probably around 35 now yeah um, based on filming of Nadever. and like i am definitely feeling at this point like you know i i'm not married but i and have a partner and I have a child and like that whole part of my life and you is, have a nest running. we'll call it but I've you been know? feeling like okay you know my house is what it is but I want it to be like a bit like I want to take the next mm-hmm. step in this thing like I feel like I'm kind of passing into this next stage of adulthood almost mm-hmm. and I think like Richa is there she's yes. like like I'm just thinking about like their relationship right now they've been together for nine years they are engaged but they're still long distance and rich is like i'm ready to get married and like get a house and start the next chapter so like that involves her moving to miami which it seems like she's willing to do and that's why lopa we find out got Got the the condo condo in miami because she wants to be close to them vilified i know the when i i think it's really messed up i am like i i think lopa is like doing her best yes so I'm thinking like the subtext here, like you've been Go. like, mm-hmm. I've been I'm here listening. before in my relationship. I think anyone who's been in a long term relationship has been here or even not that long. It's like even short someone you really care like, about, like, yeah, they're not showing you in ways that are important that like you're moving to get moving on. Like Rich is saying, like, I don't feel like he's in love with me anymore to the point yeah. where she is literally crying every day I about know. it. There, It's not like a small thing. It's like, these are real things. And you know what it got me thinking about? Is like, what are these two individuals' love languages? Mm, and I go think- Go there, please. I think go Richa there. is a 
acts of service. She she yes. likes acts of service. Mm-hmm. She wants Vishal to like plan dates for them. She wants him mm-hmm. to like come and visit her more often. He wants she wants him to like follow through with finding a house together all these things and he's like not really showing that and Vishal I think for him hearing his side of the thing especially at that lunch is he's like you know you shut down and for two or three weeks you won't even talk to me and Uh I need you to like talk to me and I need that I think Vishal's love language is words of affirmation and what if you've been talking to him and he's not listening and this is the way oh yeah to totally it's like I you know what I mean there's like obviously the communication has broken down and like and it's hard like to be long distance is really oh really gosh. difficult and so like they're kind of navigating like okay we're moving to this next stage of our relationship yeah. where we're actually going to live together now and there's some hesitancy I think maybe of course from Richa has uh, more work to do because it's like we need to figure she's a lawyer. So she needs to is pass probably some sort of test in Florida. Oh, yeah. To be, to be able, able to, to practice. practice there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's uprooting her whole life and putting it in Miami. Yeah. And she, and I think like, yeah, that's a huge sacrifice. And I don't and it feels like to her from what she was saying that Vishal is not making the same sacrifices. For Can I say something? Yeah. So like it was hard for me to be when she was like, how many times have you visited me in Memphis? Yeah. And it's like in my head, I'm like, Vishal lives at home. Yeah. He has the money. Oh, no, I'm no. I'm guessing to pay for tickets. Well, because he was like, I have to stay in a hotel. And it's like. But don't you have the money? I think for him, it's more like respect. It's not the money. It's the I want to feel accepted in your home. And like I am a part of your family. And when I'm not even welcome to come into your home, it's very Mm -hmm. difficult for me. I see where he's coming from with that. And I see why Lopa Auntie was like, no, he's not welcome here. My child is crying every single day because of and this I, person. I get that. And I get and it's Lopa like it, Ani, this had clearly been Ani's. going on for just like a couple months or a few months or so. And le- so it's tense. I do want to mention that when Richa and Amrit meet up, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're meeting in Amrit's building where he lives. Not a mask in sight. Not a mask in sight, but also he ordered coffee. I know. And they brought it to him. So that's like, okay, <laughs> can I get into the nitty gritty? And this, I'm not trying to sound like superficial or anything. No, go ahead. Why do they live in a 500 square foot apartment I don't, if he's a lawyer I, are one bedrooms that much more ex- I listen like what is Miami real estate I like I don't know I I used to live in New York City yeah. for 14 years I get yeah I was never a lawyer I used to like you know get like food from like canned food because I couldn't afford to live yeah you know, and eat that every day but like I don't know in my head I'm like but I, and then I wonder, does, do they still have their apartment in Chicago? Probably not. I would okay. imagine. Okay. I mean, I don't know what real estate is like in Miami. It does seem like they're in like a very prime downtown right. location with like views and stuff. And like this building seems pretty luxury. Exactly. Right? And I also want to say it's like when we when I moved to Berkeley, I had my first son in a studio apartment. Yeah. <laughs> 
in the East Bay. So it's like, yeah. And two dogs. Yeah. So it's like, I, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like insensitive or whatever. I get it. Yeah. Like about like living in expensive places. But for some reason I was like, huh, 500 square feet. My sense is like, this is truly a stepping stone apartment. Okay. Living situation and they're maybe for saving them. to. For a wedding, for. And, and for a house. Yeah, exactly. So it seems like, yeah, but. <laughs> I was like, I want to Did you live think that somewhere. At all, or am I? I want to live somewhere where I can call order on my phone someone to bring yes. me a latte, and then it arrives. And I have that view, and <laughs> also it's just like you get to see palm trees. Oh my god! In Colorado, we don't have any palm trees. No, are you kidding? No, no, we do not have <laughs> palm are trees. Like, duh. <laughs> okay, so you know they talk through the situation, and I thought it was. You know, like Richa has been portrayed as this very like hard woman because she's Lopa's daughter. Do you feel that she has been portrayed as hard? When she's like, I have a soft spot for Vishal. Like, I love him very much. Like, you know, I could just see yeah. like, yeah, she's putting up walls because she's feeling vulnerable. And we all do I- that. But she I don't loves see her as man. a hard person. No. I don't see. I see her as a very caring. Yes. Oh, they were so cute at the beach when they were kind of making up. And even at the lunch. Oh, when she was like, why are you standing up? Sit down. Yeah, but also like, okay, so when Vishal ordered. (gasps) True hero. Can I say? Can I? Vishal is a true hero for ordering those appetizers. If we had a party (laughs) with anyone, do you know who we're going to party with? Vishal. We're going to get drinks with Bali. Yes. And we're going (laughs) to eat with Vishal because like... You and I, whenever we go out to eat, yeah. it's understood we're getting apps. We're getting apps. And okay, he got ceviche, <laughs> tartare de, sam- de salmon, provoletta. I don't even know what that is. It's like cheese the type something. Of cheese. Truffle fries, a chicken empanadas, and spinach what and cheese empanadas. Fuck? And he's like, that's just appetizers. And Rich is like giggling. Like, are you serious? Like, there were moments that. of like a little lightness and like, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where like maybe you've taken some time away from someone you love to like Uh figure things out. When you come back together, it is a very strange encounter because here you are, you know each other so well and you like you love each other. But there's also all this tension. And like these two have not seen each other for weeks. They haven't talked. Mm -hmm. Vishal said she blocked him like he can't even like text her or like whatever. So like that's pretty intense. And just seeing that yes. there were these moments of lightness there, I was like, yeah, okay, these two have a solid foundation. And and we, I think we've all been there when you're kind of fighting and like the person you love does something that is like their quirk, you know, yeah, their little quirkiness, mm-hmm. and you're just like you're just like kind of trying not to crack up yeah yeah exactly she was trying to be serious and she was but she still allowed those moments of levity which I which which says a lot to me I think Um, and I think like a lot of women yeah and men will not put up with the shit that Vishal yeah has thrown at her and and I was just to play devil's advocate because I think Vishal has like this goes back to the to the love languages thing it's like the words of affirmation thing like 
feeling yeah. like he is a part of Lopanti's family. I love that you're pointing And all this of out. these things. Like, these are things that make him feel hurt. And that's legitimate, totally. too. You know? And, and the fact that Richard yeah. won't talk to him is hard for him. Like, Aww. so, you know, and so, and she acknowledges, like, it's not just him. Like, I have work to do, too. And, like, oh, you know, like. Big work. Life's a journey. Life's relationships a journey are between two people. And it and takes both it's people. Like, and it takes, like, you have to work on it daily. Daily. Absolutely. And it has the peaks and troughs. And the thing is, is, like, on Twitter right now, there's a lot of people who are just like, you got to break up. And you know where I am? Where are you? I want them to stay together. Me too. I, I want mean, I want to let love rule, as Lenny Kravitz says. You guys, nine years you know, I know you can't just like there are going to be there are going to be big issues. You can't fault them for trying to work it out no matter where no. it lands yes. in front of them. Yeah. Like like you you can't you can't knock unless it's like abusive or whatever. Yeah. Anyone's journey in in love like what would the bachelorette and the bachelor say? <laughs> You know, it's like you got to go on the journey. Yeah, you got to go on the journey. And it is a lifelong journey. It's not like, okay, check, we have everything figured out and we're happily ever after, which like media and film and movies want you to believe. It's not Uh like that. It's just not. We all love a good love story, but the reality is love is really fucking difficult and it takes work every day. And sometimes it really sucks. And sometimes it really sucks. So, okay. And sometimes you're like, do we even belong together? Mm -hmm. Like, what are we doing? What? ties us together yeah and then you take stock in those things and usually those moments will break you or they will make you a stronger uh, couple so okay I just have to talk about the little scene where they're showing Anisha and Dylan talking in their confessional and Dylan's mom is texting him about dinner and then Anisha's (laughs) mom's texting and then their moms are texting the producer Oh my gosh, that would be me if I was their mom. Oh my god. Like the the whole dinner thing, like growing up, it was always a thing like with my group of friends. It was like Indra can come hang out after she's had dinner with her family. Like she <laughs> the dinner with a family was like I always had dinner with my family. That's so beautiful. And it's like, it's totally, I guess it's like an Indian thing because uh, I just loved seeing that. I thought it was so funny. And, and the like, insistent, like I'm going to text everybody to find out what's going on. And shout out to Dylan and Anisha's like chemistry that has been built up. Yes. Since Dylan was three days old. When did Anisha meet him? I Three think months? It, it was like baby, very small baby. Yes. Yeah. And so we see them hanging out at the Patel condo, taking thirst mm-hmm. traps, talking about their love lives. Anisha's like, I don't want to be near the auntie drama. I've been in my like egg world, <laughs> which, which is funny. You know, shout out to how strong she is to be in that egg totally, world. Because totally. Totally. It's, it's tough stuff that I don't know about, but yeah. Okay. So then Anisha talks about the things she wants in a man here's here we go okay go. <laughs> he has go, to be girl. single <laughs> okay okay that's good this is a good prerequisite he has to like to dance he has to have a strong beard game so she wants what does that mean i think it so means he's he able can to grow, grow yeah. a beard which if she's okay. into indian men she's probably gonna be okay with that um okay. they have to be fun um a high achiever they can't have mm-hmm. kids already. Yeah, okay. Someone spiritual, uh, six foot, 
because okay which is hard to find in the indian community um good conversation likes to eat and dad bod <laughs> okay all okay. things attainable right like yeah. these aren't these aren't no. unattainable no you know like i appreciate that she added the dad bod because it's like she's saying she doesn't want the vishal bod she wants no she wants a little soft she wants softy. straight up yeah which i i you know me, the body. I mean, we know each other. Like, <laughs> like full rip dudes. No, scare us. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm so like Vishal. If he stood in front of me without a shirt, like I don't think I'd be able to like look. I know. I'd be like, because it's like looking into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you look too long, you'll like perish or crumble. I know. And, like who even knows what will happen? But I know. Um, so they're talking about dating. Anisha's like, I'm going on this date. Dylan's like, I've had two canceled dates, but I have one coming up with a potential guy. And then they're taking their pictures and Dylan's like, no one I would love- ever date us. I wouldn't even date us. It was so cute. It was funny. Um, Okay, then we go to the gun range. <laughs> oh, guns make me so uncomfortable. I Okay, what an... I just... This scene, I just... I kind of... Loved it. So there's Amrit and his dad, Suresh Uncle. And Suresh Uncle is, he's one of those people who's like, if I'm going to protect my family, I need a gun to do it. And like, I see my, that's my dad. Really? That is my dad. Okay. Yeah. So you like, you see, you like understand I that. I grew up yeah. like having guns in my house and my dad saying. And Amrit is there like, I brought my guns, like <laughs> touching his <laughs> muscles. Like he's just, he's taking it all in stride. What did his shirt say? It said like. It said Queens something. Queens y'all or something like that. Yes. Um, and I. I loved it. I loved it. And then (laughs) I love when the guy's like, so do you have any experience shooting? And Amrit's like, well, I've played laser tag and I've (laughs) shot a water gun. And he's saying it with like such a serious look on his face. I just love it. Have you shot a gun? No. No. I don't. I don't ever want to. Yeah. Like, no, it doesn't. Have you? Yes. And? I've shot. Like I've shot my dad's guns when I was younger, of course. And then um, for Andrew's brother's birthday mm-hmm. um, in Reno, when I first like went out to visit, we shot uh, machine guns <gasps> into the into the like in the mountains. Oh my god! Isn't that crazy? Did you like it, was, it or no? I don't uh, oh. no, because you know when you live in New York, if you see a gun, yeah, like shit is that's bad. bad. That's, <laughs> no, this is not. This is not good. You know, like I've seen guns in New York and it's like it's bad news. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and so it's not this like Western thing where it's like, you know, pew, pew, pew. It was like full on testing out different machine guns. Whoa. So, okay. So that's not, not my thing. That's but, not my thing either. Um, so then Amrit's like, well, doesn't Hinduism revolve around nonviolence? And Suresh Uncle's like, no, it's about pe- being peaceful. But like, you know, if that guy comes into my house, you better believe I'm going to like, you know, go at him. And then Amrit's like, okay, mm. dad, it's 2020. Him or her, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. And then my favorite part was when Amrit was like, yeah, you know, like the next thing is a proposal with Nick. And like, they're talking about like how you need to be sure in a relationship, but that, you know, like, what percentage yeah. sure do you need to be? And 
Suresh uncle's like, you know, 80 to 90% sure. And, and Amrit's like, okay, so like 80%. And then he's like, yeah, you know, like 75 to 80%. <laughs> sure. You could be a quarter out, yeah. you know, like as long as that 75% is in. Yeah, that you're good. You're golden. And Amrit's like, okay, it just keeps going down, but all right, I got you. <laughs> and then, and then they show the, the confessional with Amrit that his parents and Suresh uncle's just like, you you know what kept us together? The kids. And Lavinandi's like, that's the only thing. And he's like, yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, maybe we would have broken up. <laughs> that's amazing. He was so and like. there's something, there is some reality to that. Oh, because yeah. Because you have kids with someone. It's a different kind of bond a, and commitment. It's a different, yeah. That's a great way of saying yes. it. Yes. And so. Yeah, I mean, it was it's like the real talk, you know, that's the thing in like, at least my household and other South Asian American households I've seen is like the talk around romance and relationships. It's not very romantic. It's Mm -hmm. like, here are the facts. This is like what happened. And I think it's because like, you know, a lot of our parents have had arranged marriages and Mm -hmm. they were very like matter of fact situations like we're just gonna do this and this is how it is and it's like so you know like all this a lot of like romantic tropes kind of go out the door I think yeah um okay so then we see Monica and her dad and romantic tropes are kind of overrated yeah I'll just gonna throw that oh they totally are I think that's like the the message from this episode is like oh romance yeah. is like maybe five percent of like a healthy relationship hundred oh, percent you know because romance like it can fade I mean it goes up and down yeah, right yeah. and it needs like the building blocks to like bring the relationship forward yeah in my opinion and there's different ways to kind of see like what is romance even you know oh like, my god if someone like if my partner is like i unloaded the dishwasher and filled it up again yes acts of it's service like, that's like acts of service it's like horny talk you know Ooh. it's like you got me some dunkin donuts like <laughs> no, yeah. you got some munchkins up in here okay so then um monica and her dad are in the car you know they're and simba so I'm a little upset. We're in episode okay, three and like me. literally I think we've seen maybe th- less than two minutes of Rishi on our screens. And he is oh, a gonna, new cast member. I thought member. you were going to say grandpa. Well, that too. But oh, well, like grandpa COVID. is not an actual cast member. And it's COVID. And, and it's COVID. He's and he's older. But like Rishi is like the new Why cast is, member. I know. I know nothing about this guy. We like see, you know, they talk like Monica and Rishi are both Cindy. They both like making TikToks. And there's like this funny thing where Monica's like, you need to look like more like rough. And he's like, I'm mm-hmm. like an Indian kid from the suburbs. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's really my vibe, which I thought was funny. Um, but I'm like a little bit, when we get a new uh, it's, character. It's sus. It's sus. It's sus. Like what's it's going on? It's the Sean. He's the Sean of season two so far. And Sean, by the way, like since episode one, nowhere. Nowhere. Poof. I am not even like, no. Dylan's Dylan's all in. Dylan's in. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Okay. So we see Simba. Simba snores. 
just like Aww. his dad, Raj Uncle. So and then cute. they're talking about getting nose jobs, which is so Which I funny. appreciated. Which I appreciated. And then they begin the conversation about who's invited to the Navratri. Right. And they're talking about inviting Brian's family, Amrit's family, Vishal's family, Richa and Lopanti because she's in town, but no mention of Anisha or Bali. So there is that. And we'll talk more about that in just so a the, bit. So I was I was confused about Bali. I thought she, I was wrong. I thought it was like, I'm not inviting Bali because she has the at-home cocktail maker. So she said like Bali's staying home to make cocktails. And word on the street is that, and they did not make this explicit in the episode, but word on the street is that Bali was not invited either and that's so anisha and bali were like explicitly not invited to the navratri so that kind of i don't understand why bali wasn't invited though i don't know either other than like anisha and bali clearly have like a bond slash alliance and monica is really uncomfortable with anisha and maybe by compare like by association it's a it's a thing interesting i don't know we'll get into that in a little bit i have a lot more to say but um okay then we see raish monty at work and everyone's like where's vishal and you know that whole narrative keeps going but Cult Nanti calls her on FaceTime mm-hmm. and they with great lighting. A oh, great she looked angle. incredible. Did you see like <laughs> on the we phone? I was like, you were glowing. Give us, I know. It's like, I feel like I look like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> like seriously, when I get on FaceTime. <laughs> I know. She's just like glowing it's in like, some like tropical uh, background. Like I know. gorgeous everything. And so more of that. What did you think about their conversation? I thought it was interesting where it was like, oh she uh Vishal's mom was like I'm at work and then oh uh, yeah there was a little power move there she's like but it's like listen being a stay-at-home mom is work yes it is like like I think it was like we it was a little tension with that and I'm team no one because it's like it it gets this way with women where it's like I'm doing this what are you doing you know and it's like we're all fucking working overtime. Okay? You know, like they remind me of sisters, like competitive wow. sisters. You know, go on, please. like they have that closeness. They like they they like really formed their lives together in Miami as mm-hmm. like women who have moved here after arranged marriages and like bringing up families and starting yes. this entirely new life and they you can tell that like they have the comfort and rapport with one another that like sisters have and they have the tension too mm-hmm. and so like you know, they ended the phone call with an I love you and I think they do love each other. They do. But it you did know, and- feel a little like there is some tension there. And and like Reishman, you know, Kalpnanti was like, were you mad that I invited Lopa? And Reishman was like, no, no. But we, as we mm. know, like she's not totally being yes. 100 about what's going on with Lopanti, I think. Um, and then the producer asks, like, Reshma, is this going to end your yeah. relationship with Kalpna? And she's like, absolutely not. And then they're like, but you did ignore her for several days. Right. And this comes back to what I was saying earlier about how Reshmanti. <gasps> I just had an epiphany. Yeah, go ahead. She, okay, what's Vishal's mom's? Reshmanti. Uh, Reshma Ani ignored Dylan's mom and Richa 
ignored Vishal. Uh-huh. Oh. So, like, this is like, I'm not the saying The women that, in his life do Yes, have, this is a pattern. And he probably spirals out when he sees this. Yeah, he sees the shutdown. In his own relationship. Because he's seeing his mom kind of closed down when yes. people are trying to reach her. <gasps> And so this is like it's a, a trigger real for hot him. Po- it's a trigger. It's a hot point. Oh, Deanna. Sorry. Wow. I, this is, this is um, the me being, being getting my master's in therapy. <laughs> that, I don't what know. a I good could be told, point. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying this is true. This is just something I'm absorbing through an edited um, show. And, but we have to point i mean it's a good observation it's a very good observation so interesting okay so we already talked about the vishal and richa lunch and kind of what's going on with Mm -hmm. them um you know i'll just say it again that like i see this connection with them still and like you i'm absolutely like i want them to be together i really do they're already family they are they are nine years is like a third of their lives you know it's like crazy so okay then we see, oh, we already talked about Anisha's date. Um, we I did. do have to 30, mention 30 the minutes, Octomom. 33 minutes. <laughs> the Octomom. That was adorable. <laughs> but you know what? And someone pointed this out on social media. Do you think that Chitranthi was talking about John and eight plus eight, John and Kate plus eight? Who maybe I didn't think about that. I think that's who she was talking about. And Anisha was like, Octomom. <laughs> and it's so funny because it reminded me of like when you try to like talk about technology with someone who is older <laughs> yeah. and you're like using the precise term and they're like, no, 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 no. like that thing <laughs> that like social media thing where you can connect to people. And you're like, and you're Instagram, like, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook. And you're like, no, 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 I don't think that's it. <laughs> it was exactly like, like that. You know? Oh my God. It was so funny. And just hearing the word octomom over and over oh gosh again was just i hope octomom is doing well yeah so like thriving. octomom legit had eight kids at once she did and for those of us that have been pregnant with just one oh, or two i don't how it, how i i don't even know like it, it's it's tough and she had them on her own i hope she's doing well and thrive i hope, I hope all you know, of her children are we don't want a woman thriving. to fail no we don't want a woman to fail oh my gosh okay okay then we have a little thing where amrit's dad is like do you know the meaning of navratri and amrit goes into this whole thing where he's like you know it sounds it's like nine days of celebrating goddesses he's like it sounds a lot like hanukkah to me and like they get presents <laughs> and we don't so <laughs> I just kind of loved that because I thought it was like really cool because um, just, you know, watching this with my son who is white Mm -hmm. explaining when Vishal woke up and uh, his dad put uh, what would you call it? Oh, yeah. Um, Gosh, what do you call that? Um, Yeah. The mark on his head, which is like a mark on his head during pujas and religious ceremonies because instead of using like something that he couldn't visualize, he asked questions about it. And I answered it like the best that I could. But the the show did a really good job of introducing it. Yeah. And it was like normalizing it. Right. Yeah. And it's introducing it to like all of us. Yeah. Which is so important, like just to see like, oh, hey, here's this tradition, just like how 
you know, Christianity is absolutely dominant in American culture. Everywhere. But like, you know, I do feel like we do know about a lot of Jewish traditions like Hanukkah yeah. and stuff like this. Not as many as we should. Absolutely. But it's also like, what about all these other traditions? Like Hinduism, yeah. like Muslim and Islam and like, you know, a lot of different traditions that exist in America. Like this is a this is a space where we can see those things. Exactly. And it's like presented in a positive light and it's cool. And it's cool because like the this and Shah's um, when people speak in their native language. Yeah. Like I get I love seeing it. Yes. Yes. Okay. So now I want to get into the drama from social media because we're What's getting going to on the party. On Instagram. Okay. What's so, going on on Instagram? So here, here we go. Anisha and Bali were not invited to this uh, mm-hmm. Navratri celebration. And two of the dances that you do at these celebrations, mm-hmm. one is Garba and one is Ross. Mm-hmm. And so Anisha and Bali posted on social media yesterday morning. They mm-hmm. both posted uh, things that referred to the Ross, the dance as Ratchet. They said like Anisha said like Grandpa is greater than the hashtag Ratchet Ross and put a mm. clown face. And then Bali said, um, "What did Bali say?" She said, "Hot hashtag bartender versus hashtag Ratchet Ross." So she, they mm. both clearly like were like, "Let's talk about how ratchet it is." They're mm. butt hurt because they didn't get invited, but they're also mm-hmm. just throwing some shade on social media. Mm-hmm. What was? your reaction when you saw that i immediately saw the clown emoji yeah um and is the clown referring to is monica the clown um, or is the event the clown i think like a little bit is it of the clownery whatever it is it's I pretty just, harsh <laughs> i mean i i don't know i think that it's now a little deep-seated for me to just take it as like a surface yeah. value yeah you know the reason why they weren't invited is deep-seated yes um okay so what do you think of the word ratchet it's not mine to use yeah <laughs> like it's not you and i who actually i'll just say me who lives in denver yeah you know who's lived in boulder when that when that um probably term came like most popularized Mm -hmm. I should say which like is in the last decade I would say yeah yeah so it's like why would we why would I call someone ratchet or like use it in a sentence I guess yeah I and Megan Thee Stallion uh used it in her song talking about herself yeah and so like I don't think that I've ever I don't recall a time ever using it. It's one of those things where like I've always seen it used and I feel like when I see it used. Can you actually look it up on Urban Dictionary? Yeah. I would look it up. I'm just holding my mic. Yeah, let's see here. So um, <laughs> top definition. What does it say? Another name for a socket wrench. <laughs> okay. That's not quite right. Okay. Um, Where? Uh, okay. To act in a dysfunctional or out of pocket manner. Unruly. Two, someone whose actions could be considered as severely undistinguishable, possessing little or no class. Wow. Um, And so... So is it not classy that she didn't invite them? I guess. Or is the event not classy? So I think the term ratchet is like pretty it's pretty harsh. It's like Mm -hmm. it had... Oh, yeah. Like it sounds harsh. It like is... 
It's not something that I think I ever hear someone saying directly to someone unless they're really trying to cut them down. It's a cut. And and I guess like if anything, maybe they could have used the word rude, you know, like that was rude or not yeah, polite. I mean, I think they're when you use a word like ratchet, it's you're right. It's cutting. It feels like unnecessary, like there's shade and then there's like bordering on like mean girl not where you want to be shade and I think this stretched into that a little bit for me Mm -hmm. like you know I love Anisha and Bali I love their energy together Mm -hmm. in many ways and to add insult to injury it's like it's two against one. Yeah. It's like Anisha and Bali against Monica. And like, I forget, what did Monica like do wrong? Like, quote unquote wrong. Anisha and, and Monica just don't like each other. Like literally, I think like, you know how in the first episode they're like, the guys are all like, we don't really even know what the issue is here. It's like yeah, clearly they exactly. just don't like each other. And like Bali has now become a part of that narrative. It seems like the fact yeah. that she posted that like is like she's she's making herself a part of that narrative which we don't have a lot of information on like what's really going on there but but she was not invited to this event so that that Mm -hmm. is something but we don't have the full story especially about Bali okay so then Monica Monica fires back she posts um, on her Instagram, two screenshots of them calling the Ross ratchet. And this is what she said. I'm going to read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. She said, I've just about had it with these girls and I've kept my mouth shut for months with half the garbage mm-hmm. that comes out. But what I will not tolerate is a religious event being ridiculed and referred to as ratchet. Garba and Ross is a form of dance that worships and honors our gods. Whether it take place in a parking garage or a beach, it should be respected period. Okay. Not going to argue that. Okay. So I have some thoughts. Um, okay. I think Monica has every right to be pat, to be like mad and upset mm-hmm. and like not cool with the way Anisha and Bali are speaking to her in this moment. The use of the word ratchet and the clown emoji. And unclear, again, if it's ratchet is the event or Monica. I think it probably refers to both a little bit because if you're the person throwing the event, like there's a, Mm -hmm. there's a inference there. And then the clown Mm -hmm. emoji, like, you know, it's hard. Like, I think Monica has enough there to be like, this is not cool. Like, you know, yeah. this is a public platform like this. This sucks. And it like is hurtful. And it's during and and she's she's putting all this work in during COVID. Yeah. So then there's like the religious aspect of it. And mm-hmm. I, um, you know, so I put it I put it up on Instagram to kind of get mm-hmm. people's reactions. And someone wrote that they felt mm-hmm. that Anisha and Bali this behavior represented internalized racism. And I put that up as a poll to say, do you think that this is internalized racism or not? And the results were mixed, but most people said yes. And I... How does it... How is it? Can you explain to why it's internalized racism? I don't think it is. I think that there's... I think the message from Monica's post is... um, is being misinterpreted in a way that um, is not great. And I don't think this was her intention. But there's this um, 
there's this kind of like assumption that all Indians are Hindu and religious and that mm-hmm. this ceremony is like representative of all Indians and like mm-hmm. as a race. And so when mm-hmm. someone says, I think it's internalized racism, they're bringing religion into the conversation. And um, I don't think that's fair. There are over a million mm-hmm. Indians on this earth and South Asians and of all different religious faiths and backgrounds. And speaking as someone who grew up in a Hindu household, but I, you know, I don't think it's a secret to anyone that I'm an atheist and I have mm-hmm. serious issues with organized religion across mm-hmm. the board. Um I, you know, Hindu events and things like that are culturally significant for me. You know, I enjoyed seeing Suresh or Kishore uncle doing the prayer and hearing that familiar song. And, you know, Monica's talking about like, even she's saying like, I don't care about the art, the I want to do the dance. And Amrit's talking about like, I want presents for Navratri. You know, like it's these cultural things. They're not necessarily... The religious meaning is clearly there for Monica, but it's not there for everyone in the Indian culture. And Bali said that she doesn't do Navratri, but that doesn't make her any less Indian or in tune with her race. And so it's not internalized racism. It's Mm. it's something else that's not that's a little bit like. Mm-hmm. but it's not internalized racism and so i think like i wish that the message had been more like hatred like this from people like this mean girl shit is like not cool no but bringing in the religious aspect um complicated the issue in a way i think that some people are now misinterpreting that is like a little hard for me to see Mm -hmm. um does that make sense like did i explain myself well yeah it's still a little confusing to me but um i think more people will get it yeah like well what part of it's confusing because i want it to be clear is the internalized racism is it again it's against Monaco or Monica and Bali? They're saying Anisha and Bali are, are have internalized, internalized racism because racism they're calling against. a Ross ratchet. Whereas I think Could it also be there it's internalized racism because and and I'm just throwing this yeah. out there I don't know because Monica always like says that she's like the good or it's like painted Monica does not say this. Let me rephrase yeah. it. Like Monica's painted as like the good Indian, Indian girl. girl. Yeah. And that's like the Yeah, I mean Does it extend into that? There's a lot of ways you could interpret it. Monica's message was very clearly like they're referring to a religious ceremony as ratchet and I'm not okay with that. But it was her religious ceremony. But it's a Hindu religious ceremony. But my point is that not all Indians internalize that religious ceremony as in the same way. And that like we just have to acknowledge that everyone's experience in the Indian community is different. Just like in the States, there are like there a lot of people are christian a lot of people can be Mm -hmm. considered quote unquote cafeteria christians a lot of Mm -hmm. people grew up with christianity but they don't believe in it anymore Mm -hmm. you know like in indian culture hinduism is the dominant religion Mm -hmm. but not everyone subscribes to that or even believes Mm -hmm. in it even if they practice some of the cultural aspects of it Mm -hmm. so what i'm just trying to say is like it's not cool the way that monica and i mean sorry anisha and bali spoke i think Mm -hmm. it's it's harsh it's not great um 
I don't think that they were trying to disrespect a religious ceremony. Mm, mm -hmm. I think it was more about kind of hating on the fact that like Monica didn't invite them to an event. And see, I would think it was it was referred to as like like of course it's the religious event but it's the way she did the event yeah like the I fact that it was, it was on a beach right? and it was like yeah, n- not and, and it was raining yeah and exactly it was about those aspects Which I of it that looked luxurious yeah. i was like there's a palm tree but exactly oh, and then there's tiki torches we're saying the same thing it's about the aspects of the event it's not about right. the religious part no. of it so, Did people think it was well, the religious part yes, of it? Is I, that I, what we're talking about? And Monica's kind of saying, like, I don't want to hear people calling a no. religious event ratchet, which, which I for get. her is fair. I think yeah. it's turned into a conversation, though, about internalized racism that is a little misguided. So I'd love mm-hmm. to hear from anyone listening what their thoughts are and we'll on be this. On, oh, and we'll be on Clubhouse and, um, tonight. Yes, every Thursday. Yeah, but... Okay, we only have 10 minutes because I have a meeting, but I do want to talk about Lopa and Vishal's conversation at the beach. Mm -hmm. What were your thoughts on it? So when Lopa, when I saw her in that scarf, it looked Gucci because it had all the Gucci colors. (laughs) I was obsessed with it. She looked amazing. She did. She looked amazing. Um, think it's hard because if women aren't warm and fuzzy, Mm -hmm. we get a really bad label bitch we got called a bitch bitch yes and and people were like really like we talked about it on social media on twitter mm-hmm. we're really digging into low oh my god and it's pretty gross actually to it's see. really gross and digging into richa and it's so gross um i am not south asian but as a woman it's like I don't want to see that. Yeah. You know, um, and um, but I think, you know, Lopa is direct and there's something about a woman who who tells us what she expects mm-hmm. and what she wants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's something, you know, to be said about a mom watching their child crying about a situation yeah. and a person who has not changed and won. and putting up her own boundaries. And yeah. I think as women, we're told not to, correct me if I'm wrong, put up boundaries with people. Yeah. And we're seeing a woman put up boundaries mm-hmm. with her daughter's fiance. Yes. Um. And, and what are your thoughts? Well, I agree with all of that. And I noticed something which I'm going to put out there is that so mm. there's this whole thing that Vishal's like, you didn't tell me about the condo that you bought in Miami. And Lopa Auntie kind of goes into this thing of like, it's not like my business is my business, whatever. Obviously, it's been mm-hmm. edited a certain way, I think, to try and mm-hmm. make us feel like Lopanti's not getting what Vishal's saying. Mm-hmm. My read on that and what we didn't see and what we don't know, like the Parvanis are in real estate in Miami. And Lopa Auntie oh. clearly bought a condo without <gasps> consulting them or using oh, them. My, my brain is exploding. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, I think yes. that's what that's about is like, she's like, my business is my own. What I do with my money that's is not your business. Was, <gasps> I think that's what she was talking about. And Vishal so, was like, no, I just I think Vishal's like, no, I just wanted like the fact that you wouldn't tell me that you were even doing that. And, 
not yeah. because we want your business, but because we want, I just like, it's, you're my family and I want to know that. I mean, but like, but I think that that's cost. where she was coming from, right? Which, like, that's okay if she doesn't want to. That's okay. Like, you know, like sometimes it's good not to mix business with family stuff. And it's like, if you're, if you feel, if you feel like your son, your future son in law can't even take care of, your daughter, yeah. why would you think he could take care of like your your like, condo your real estate like yes totally situation totally which like so and which is tense, you know? <laughs> like that is tense between the families if that's the subtext mm-hmm. there. But um okay, so I think like we can wrap it up. Like I love that I ju- I love seeing Rich and Vishal kind of embracing at the end Me too. there. Again, I Me saw too. that like softness and love between them. Um I think I'm just interested to see where it goes, how it plays out. And it yeah, looks Yeah, and I think Go ahead. it'll be interesting um you know, seeing how Anisha and Bali kind of whether they discuss this with Monica. Yeah. And um it fuels that fire and um what plays yeah, out on social media. What plays out yeah. and um especially more auntie and more grandpa. And I <laughs> can we plug the Patreon and yes. reviews and what have you? We have you? a new patron. I'm not going to say We're their so name, excited. but I just want to say thank no. you. So like join our Patreon for a Thirsty 30. We will say that tomorrow we are getting oh into a Housewife and the Hustler with your cousin. Cousin Mary, who um, is taking her bar next month. So she's going to give us the legal she's, scoop. Yeah. And she said she has to do some disclo- disclaimers and she's doing research right now. So it's like we have someone who knows the law. Yes. Who is doing research. Yes. Who loves pop culture. And who loves <laughs> pop culture. And we're going to do, uh, you know, a Thirsty 30 just on this because we touched upon it last Thirsty 30, but I hadn't seen it. And, and I as hadn't soon seen as I, the like, whole thing. Five, yeah. Ten minutes in, I was like fire texting <laughs> Indra because I was like, there's so much. There's like, so you much. cannot, if, if you watch Bravo and you don't, you haven't seen this documentary like yeah. you are you are not getting the full picture of what it means to be a housewife yeah no you are not and so please like join us for a dollar a month maybe you just pay for this month because you want to hear this oh hell yeah whatever we hope you would stay for more because we really have fun on our thirsty 30 chats um, and please subscribe, rate, and review yes. um, and share with a friend. Yes. We love the ratings because it kind of boosts us up. Mm-hmm. And um, thank you to our all of our new listeners. Like It means so much. It so. really does. We love having you here as a part of the Karma fam. And uh, I think that's it. So uh, see you next week. Namaste, bitches. Namaste, bitches. Namaste, bitches.